Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Just trying to give God some back. Just some back of what he even gave me. Just a portion, you know, just. I'm just trying, man, to, to, to show some type of gratitude for all his blessings. I'm just trying to, man, just. Just get it right sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, man, you just can't do what you want to do and just live wrong all the time, man. You got to, at one point in time, Steve, come on, man. Come on, man. You could do better. I know you can. You know, and, and, and you know what I had to do? I had to stop saying, I'm going to try to do better. And I just had to say, hey, man, I'm going to do better. You know, uh, tr- trying is just to put forth an effort, and then if it don't work, well, Okay. But if you make up in your mind that I'm going to do something, then trying isn't enough. It's getting it done is the only thing that matters. See, it's the difference between doing and trying. We're going to try to win the game or we're going to go out here to win the game. Now, trying to win the game means that you could lose. But when you got in your mind made up, most athletes will tell you that they go out there with the full intent and purpose of winning and winning only. See, they don't put the second-place finisher on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Second place don't get you there. You you got to win. And now take it out of the scope of athletics, but keep it in that type of, type of analogy. In life, man, you just want to win in life, don't you? I mean, at the end of the day, don't you want to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated of life? Don't you want to be recognized for your hard work? Don't you want? You know, to be recognized in the bonus structure down at your job? Don't you 
want to have your plaque up on the wall down at your job? I mean, most people do. Some people could care less. Some people don't care about looking good or being their best. And that's cool, but I ain't talking to them, though. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to those of you who who, who want to be the best you can be. You know, people, people kill me when they get mad at, at, at people. And he brown nose and he all up on the employee of the month. Man, the dude doing his job to the best of his ability and he getting recognized for it. What's that got to do with all that you talking about? Because you ain't up there. It's amazing, man, how people describe other people's success. He's so lucky. Lucky? Hey, man, don't they kind of get you a little bit when people call you lucky? When Let me tell you what luck really is, y'all. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. Some people call that luck. But hold on. Let's, let's think about this. If you wasn't working hard and opportunity presented itself, what would you call that? But see, when you've been working hard and opportunity presents itself and it bumps up into each other, now people want to call that luck. But hold up. Here go the part, though, that they ain't paying no attention to. Yeah, that opportunity came by. But if you had not been working hard and the hard work had not ran up into opportunity, what would you have? No, sir. It's not luck. It's work. It is work. Because there's a scripture that says faith without works is dead. But my mama was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me enough, though. Now, I know the difference between right and wrong just like you do. You ain't got to, you know, it, it kills me when people write a strawberry letter. Am I wrong for this? You know, good and well, look at, let's read your letter. Are you wrong for this? You know, you're wrong, but you don't need us to be telling, you know, but I'm going to do this anyway. Well, see, go ahead, though. Do what you want to do. But you know what, y'all? Here's the best advice I can give you. And this is what I really uh, came to talk about this morning, but I got sidetracked because I listened. Get out of your own way. So many of us are blocking our own blessings. We're just in our own way. We are in our own way. And one of the most dangerous ways you can get in your way is to do it your way, to get it figured your way, and to lock in on your way, and this the way it's got to go. Do you know how many people are blocking their blessings? Do you know how long I blocked mine with that mindset right there? Look, Cause this the way you do it. You think that make it the right way? You think jazz cause you done thought on it long and hard and that's what you really want. Do you really think that your way is the right way or could there be a better way? See, until I started listening to God and started paying attention to his way, man, I was spinning my wheels, man. I was out here so determined this is how I was going to do it. But you know, I had to learn how to get out of my own way. Because just because I could do it my way didn't mean it was the right way. I had to get out of my own way. Just get out your way, man. Now, what, what, what does that mean? That means, see, set your goals. That means have your dreams. That's, I'm, I'm saying set your goals, man. I ain't saying don't set goals. Listen to me. Set your goals. What is it you want to happen? What is it you'd like to have? What is it you'd like to be? What do you aspire to? Set your goals and set your dreams. Now, take your goals and your dreams to God and ask God to show you how. Man, you can save yourself a lot of pain. Listen to somebody who did it his way for so long. And when I finally got out of my way, out of my own way, when you've heard old people say, let go, and let God. You heard him say that. I didn't I didn't get it, but I got it now. Let go and let God. And it's an amazing little saying though.
Now, you know, you may not get it now. It took me a bunch of years to get it too. But when I took my goals and my dreams and my vision to God, and I said, God, this is what I hope for. This is what I aspire to. This is what I want to be. This is where I would love to get to. Then I said, help me. Show me how. Point me in the right direction. Let me follow your footsteps. Guide me. Give me a, a spirit of discernment. Show me who wrong. Because I meet people every day, ain't up to no good with me. Every single day. Oh, man. Man, I can't believe I run up into you, man. The Lord told me something was going to happen to me today. Well, see, I talk to him every day. He did not mention you to me. He, he ain't said nothing to me. He didn't tell me what was going to happen in my Now, that don't mean it can't happen because I'm open to it. So really, man, I'm, I'm and, I, and, I, and, and please know I'm listening as well as I've ever listened before. But, but get yourself together, though. See, know your goals and your dreams, and then let God show you how to do it. He'll do it. You know, it's so important, everybody, that you get focused, that you aim for something, that you dream of something, that you aspire to something. But it's the most, the best thing you can do after you do all that. Man, get God involved in it, man. Talk to him. I mean, why would you not? What you got to lose? You ain't got to go down there and make no big scene and, and run laps around the church and run up there and throw yourself on the altar and scream and flip over and throw money in the air. You ain't got to do that. This you and God, man. This you and God. You know, you got to serve and praise him the way you do it. You got to let nobody else tell you how it's done. It's a personal relationship. People kill me if you don't do it this way, if you don't come here to this church and you don't run around in this circle and you don't get flipped in the hand, you don't, hey man, you better go have a relationship with God, see what that's about. You understand? Don't nobody throw you off with all that, all right? All right, y'all, talk to him. He'd love to hear from you today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show is live and in effect. Try Jesus, not me, because I throw hands. Try Jesus. Please don't try me because I fight. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, special guest, the person who really wrote this song. That's right. Is about to come on and do it the way he originally wrote it. Ladies and gentlemen, the writer of Try Jesus, Roscoe Wallace. Try Jesus. <laughs> no, no, try me. Ignorant. Cause I lace them up. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, try Jesus. Please don't try me. How did Roscoe Because I bust them up. <laughs> what happened? What happened? I may be uh-huh. not that good a Christian. Yeah. Cause I throw hands. Yeah. <laughs> so come on. Try Jesus. Oh, but don't try me. Nope, don't do it. Cause I, Cause you I don't want nobody. You better sing, Roscoe. Stepping in my way. Uh uh-uh. Better get away from me. I told you, don't try me. Sing it. Try Jesus. Cause yeah. I throw hands. Swear to God, I do. <laughs> Shot four people before I was 32. <laughs> Been to prison. Oh, Lord. Got back out, now I'm free. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, really? I told you to try Jesus. <laughs> but don't come over here messing with me. <laughs> Roscoe don't play that. Uh-uh. Roscoe don't play fair. <laughs> All I know is everything I got gonna be up in the air. <laughs> I kick, I spit, I throw hands, I poke out eyes, I bust open lips, I tag your oh. nostril, do whatever. Uh-huh. Try Jesus. Come on, Roscoe. But don't. <laughs> you better don't. <laughs> you better try, don't. I said, don't. <laughs> Yes, don't. Right. Uh, Roscoe. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. Roscoe. 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 Put the church version on. I oh, gave it to him raw. Who told me? Yeah, you know, Toby. Toby said he didn't want to do it because I know his father, you know. Well, Roscoe, we thank you for that one. Thank you, baby. You want to stop me to y'all? Another hit. Roscoe, you did that today. Roscoe strikes again, baby. Roscoe did that. I know that dog on right, boy. Thank you, Tommy. All right, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time now for Ask the CLO. You ready, CLO? Yes, I am. Here we go. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. This one is from Claudia in Raleigh, North Carolina. She says, I'm a 33-year-old woman who's dating a 38-year-old man, and I have some concerns. He lives at home with his mother so he can get out of debt. He sleeps in her bed every night because she has breathing problems. It's been an issue for oh, the whoa, past whoa, whoa, two whoa, years. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hold on, you, you, I missed you this. Heard me. This sounds like okay. a COVID question. Okay. All right. This is I'm a, Dr. This Fauci is from, question. That's why I started <laughs> This is from Claudia. She says, I'm a 33-year-old woman who's dating a 38-year-old man. She does have some concerns, she says. The man lives at home with his mom so he can get out of debt. He sleeps in her bed every night because she has breathing problems. It's been an issue for the past two years, and he promised me... He was moving in with me a year ago. Instead, he brought he bought a brand new 2020 car and his priorities are mixed up and I just found out I'm having a baby. He's also broke, so I think I'd be better off raising my baby alone. Should I cut him off now or keep hoping he'll get his life together? There's so many things what? wrong. He <laughs> lived at home with his mama. To get out of debt. To get out of debt. He sleep in the same bed as his mama because yeah, she got breathing problems. Mm-hmm. He's 38. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can stop talking to me <laughs> right after you tell me you sleep with your mama because she got breathing problems. Why are you in the bed? Ain't she still got the breathing problem? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. very odd. To Come say on, help least. me out, Carla. I'm, I'm open. Somebody tell well, me. Well, maybe he could sleep in the bedroom. But well, why is he uh-uh. sleeping in the bed? No, no. He's in the bed with his mom. Ain't I'm nobody saying. got no room in their bedroom for two damn beds. 
Yes. This is Twinning. odd for a 30, 38 year old man, though, to sleep in the room. So it's maybe in case odd. something happens in the middle of the night, she he can be right breathing. there. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, what he go, yeah. what he go, if she do, stops, there's nothing know. he can do. But I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she needs to change something on her breathing machine, or I, I don't know. If they make love in his mama bed, I bet she get to breathing right. I bet if they get in that, <laughs> if they get in that bed with his that. mama, I bet you she'll get to breathing right. Tommy, mm. do you think a man that sleeps in the bed with his mom will make love to another woman in the bed with? No. If you want to help all, your mama first with of all, her. First of all, Shirley, mm-hmm. I don't know a grown ass man no. who sleeps no. with his mama. I, no. I don't, I've, I've never heard no. of this guy. No. Unless you never heard, heard of this. Base. Now, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, before I got married, when I used to go home and see my mom, I'd sleep in the bed with my mom. I would. Oh, women can Me do too. all yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, dog. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. my daughter's sleep in the bed with their mama all the time. All the time. I got that. I ain't mm-hmm. ever crawled up in the bed next to my daddy. <laughs> but I can tell you right now. As a Slick, grown man. Is that a, no, yeah. Slick That's Harvey man would have a, boy, what? You all right? <laughs> yeah. We got some questions to ask. See, those are double standards that we talk about a lot on this show. You know, things that women can do that man, men can't. And, you I can't, know, things I that can't can sleep. Women can't. You know, women can be walking in the mall and lock arm in arms, talking yeah. to each other. Yeah. Yes. We dance together, together. all that. Yeah. yeah. All that. Hey, dog, mm-hmm. if I'm walking in the mall with my dude and he hooked my arm. <laughs> and I'm not finna dance with you, dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's not happening. So he's staying with his mom because of debt, but he bought mm-hmm. a brand new car. That's what she's car. saying. And now she's pregnant. So she That's wants more to know debt. She, the car. Yeah, she, she wants to know, should she cut him off now or, or, or keep hoping he'll get himself together? Well, here's he what I think going to happen. What? All y'all going to be in there with his mama. <laughs> in that bed. Everybody. Yeah, she can't cut him off because he's Head baby's foot. daddy. <laughs> we got to sleep in here. I keep telling y'all, tell that baby be quiet because mama got breathing problems. Going to keep waking her up. Going to scare her now. That's oh major. Yeah. That is major. Yeah. No. Uh, all right, CLO. Franklin in Ohio says, I'm a 44-year-old married man, and my wife is not happy with me. I've gained 15 pounds since the, pide- since the pandemic. So every day, my wife is monitoring what I eat, and she's taken all of the snacks out of the house. She told me she will not have sex with me until I get in shape. I have high blood pressure, and she says she's worried about my health. I've told her that nagging me is not the way to do it. How can I get her to mind her business and let let me lose weight on my own terms. Hey, hey dog, dog, you are her business. The, the woman love you. She trying mm-hmm. to help you. She trying to motivate you. You're not going to lose it on your own. Your fat ass done set up there, dog. You was already big for the pandemic. Now you done added 15. She done took all the snacks out the damn house. <laughs> you now you so damn house. mad, you done wrote a letter into us. <laughs> Now, a dog, lot of people gained 15 pounds during the pandemic. They say the average person during the pandemic has picked up 16 pounds. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, a yeah. study came out. Oh, say yeah. the average person during the pandemic has picked up 16 pounds. Mm-hmm. So what you did is what everybody else did. The problem was you was already big, dog. That is 16 more. It's just you, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. Your All wife right. is concerned, and she wants you to get healthy. And you have high blood pressure, bro. You got to lose weight. 
You got to yep. scoop from out. You got you got to burn more calories than you're taking in. Mm-hmm. That's all. It, it's no trick to this. You have right. to burn more than you're putting in. You're probably sitting up there with your big ass. You're probably eating about seven, eight thousand calories a day. Easy. All you're doing is walking back and forth to the refrigerator in the bathroom, and ain't enough happening in the bathroom. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. It just got real, didn't it? <laughs> so he's not regular I'm, either? No, I'm trying to hurt him so he'll go use lose weight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not your wife, so I'm, I'm trying to hurt you. All right. Well, thank you, CLO, as always. You're uh, welcome. Coming- Coming up next, it is the nephew with today's prank. Run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in trending sports news headlines, LeBron James said the NBA is not sad. They're, they're good uh, that they'll be losing President Trump as a viewer. They're, they're okay. I think they're going to make it, he says. But right now, uh, we'll talk about that at the top of the hour, of course. Right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? My bones is weak. I know it's supposed to be all week. Oh, my, it should be you. my bones all week, but we're not that. working on English today. That is not the situation we're in. My bones is weak. But why you can't yeah. say are, though? What well, I mean, I, I can cute. say my bones are weak, but then it will not have the same intensity. I'm my bones you. You is weak. <laughs> <laughs> you is okay. crazy. How about that? <laughs> we got all of that. Uh, let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to... Uh... I'm trying to speak to Ron. Yeah, this is Ron. Hey, Ron, how you doing? It's Foley, man. How are you, brother? I'm good, Foley. Hey, hey, I, I, I want to congratulate you, man, on the uh, on the baby, man. I wasn't able to make it to the baby shower, man, but I want to congratulate you on the baby, man, and, and, and all of that, man. Uh, much success to you, man, uh, you, you and the wife. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Foley. Yeah, well, yeah, Foley, man. Uh, I, I didn't get, you know, my uh, my wife, Danita, she came to the... Uh, to the to the baby shower, man. So you know, uh, uh, she was telling me how how, how how nice it was, how successful it was, man. So I just you want you know uh, wanted to give you big ups. I heard the baby came and everything, and I wanted to just yeah, call a little girl, a little girl. Y'all had a little girl? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, congratulations, man. Congratulations, Ron. I, I wanted to definitely uh, call and congratulate, man. And um, Holy, real quick, what um what baby shower was your wife at? Because we had two. We had one for my side of the family. And then one from my wife's side, because, you know, they live different places and stuff, man. So which one do you think she was at? Uh, probably on your wife's side, you know. Okay, okay. She knows my wife? Well, no, see, see, Danita is actually friends with um, with Kendra. Now, you know Kendra, right? Oh, yeah, I know Kendra, yeah. We, yeah, that's a good friend of mine. Okay, she was, she was with Kendra. Okay, yeah, she comes, they play cards, you know. Okay, okay, yeah, she she was with Kendra, man, and... Um, she was just telling me how successful, man, how nice it was, and, and you know, laid out baby shower. I, I wasn't able to make it, man. I've been a little under the weather, bro. Uh, you know, right. and uh, you know, with, with God's help, man, I'll be able to get back on my feet. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. So, hey, man, I, I, I just, you know, congratulations again, man. You know, uh, a beautiful baby girl. I, I, man, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm sorry, man, but uh, I just, I can't fully. I'm trying to remember you and trying to place you and. I just, I can't do it. <laughs> Have we met? 
No, 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 no. My bad, man. I'm sorry, dog. Now, me and you, we haven't we haven't met at all. Uh, like I say, uh, you know, my wife knows Kendra. They hang out, and uh, yeah. I guess she's she's dabbled a couple times and been around. You know, your wife is uh, your wife is Marilyn, right? Yeah, that's my wife. Okay, yeah, I guess she's been uh, been in, in the presence of Marilyn, man. So you know, uh, you know, I, I kind of got your number from uh, from my wife, man, uh, and she got it from Kendra. So I, I kind of wanted to holler at you, you know. Uh, what you want to holler me about? Actually, man, like I say, man, I've been I've been down for a minute, you know, and uh, I, I uh, actually, you know, came from the doctor yesterday, and and my my bones, man, they my bones are deteriorating, you know. That's that's kind of what I what I've been going through, man. Um, if if I don't get the proper uh, medication that I need, man, then we, you know, it. it, it Within the next three months here, dog, it it, wow. it, it, it could get pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? Well, man, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, it, all I can do is just pray well, for you, man, and you know. Uh, well, man, I the, the the doctor told me that if don't I don't cry, bro, don't cry, man. The, the the doctor told me, man, that you know if if I get the right medication, man, that you know, I could get back up to seventy-five, eighty percent healthy again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just a, a rare uh, type of thing that I need to try and get. Okay. And um, I, 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 I think that you might be. I think you can help me. Yo, yeah, be strong, man. Be strong. Just man, sit down, man. <laughs> be strong, bro. It's, it's gonna be all right, but man. I think it's you... gonna be all right. God is with you. I, I pray for you. I do all I can. I, I don't know. Well, well, actually, actually, uh, the the doctor told me, man, that if for if I, for six months, if I drunk breast milk, it will it will it will put enough calcium and and stuff back into my bones that would get me back up to seventy to eighty five percent healthy. Breast milk? Yeah. I ain't got no breast, bro. So I, you know, well, I, it's, it's not it's, it's not you, Ron. You you don't you know, but you know your. Your wife does, though. Whoa. You talking about my wife's breast, man? I'm not, I'm not not directly, man. I'm just saying that she can, you know, I mean, if, if I had her breast milk for like six months straight, man, I could get back whole again, man. Hold oh, the up. You don't talk about a man's wife or her breast milk. I just had a, I just had a baby, man. Are you serious? I'm just, I'm just, all I'm saying. So you're asking for my wife's breast milk, man. Man, I'm just asking y'all to share it for six we months. You can't share no breast milk with you, man. You got the wrong one, man. The wrong one. So you said your name was what? My name's Foley, Foley man. This is wrong, man. This is wrong. Okay. Wrong. No, no, we're just talking about six months of breast milk, man. Six months My of breast milk. My wife's breast milk. We ain't talking about just no breast milk. And I understand. My wife's breast milk, man. I understand that, man, but we're talking about you saving a life, man. A life. I ain't the one. Okay, well, let me ask you this. What if y'all would have had twins, man? Y'all would have been breastfeeding two babies. Just look what? at it as if we twins. What the f***? Man, I'm getting the f*** off this phone because I don't know who the f*** you are. You need to chill the f*** out, man. You need to go get on your knees, pray that your bones get healed or whatever the f***. You got the wrong f number, man. Listen, man, all I'm saying is I got one more thing I want to say, nah, look, and then man, I'll let you know, I just want to get off the phone, man. I just want to get off the phone, call Kendra, and find out why 
gave you my number because that's how you got it. Can I say one more thing? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I say it? Say it, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kendra and your wife, Marilyn, got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Hello, Ron. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ooh, y'all are good, man. Whoa, man, my wife, man. Man, Kendra, boy. Did I get you, man? Yeah, y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. <laughs> I got them too. They done started something. <laughs> hey, one more thing. What's the baddest radio station in the land, man? Man, it is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, wow, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. <laughs> that is crazy. Huh? Huh? Coming up, you are the king of pranks. You are. Coming up at the top of some? the hour, <laughs> some entertainment and national news with Miss Ann Tripp right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. According to the Black Information Network, President Trump said he turns away when he sees players kneel during the national anthem. LeBron James responded to the president's criticism and said the NBA is not sad about losing his his viewership. Take a listen. Not only uh, love the way we play the game, we try to give it back to them with our commitment to the game, but also respect, um, you know, what else we try to bring to the game and acknowledging you know, what's right and what's wrong, you know, and um, and I hope everyone, um, you know, no matter the race, no matter the color, no matter the size, would uh, see uh, what, what, what leadership that we have in our, at the top in our country and uh, understand that, that November um, is right around the corner. And it's, and it's a big moment for us as Americans. Um, if um, we, we continue to talk about what we want, you know, better uh, won't change. Uh, uh, we have an opportunity to do that. So, uh, but the game is um, the game will, will will go on without uh, without his eyes on it. Uh, I, I can sit here and speak for all of us that love the game of basketball. Uh, we could care less. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Even one. Are we clear? Are we clear? Are we clear? We're very clear. <laughs> can I add one thing to that? Of course. Go okay. ahead. Cleveland to Cleveland. They could care less than them. The players and the coaches have said it over and over, and Steve, you've said it over and over on this show. They are not protesting the national anthem or the military, okay? They are protesting police brutality and social injustice. Thank and you. And they draw yeah. attention by doing it during this particular moment Mm -hmm. where all eyes are on them to make people be conscious of what's going on. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. 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 You know, I didn't have a problem when Colin Kaepernick first did it, but Mm -hmm. after they changed the narrative, I was Mm -hmm. okay with the brothers getting up because they had flipped the script in the narrative. This time, even J.J. Watts for the Houston Texans said, you have got to be blind or just not paying attention if you think this is against the military or the flag. You're not listening. Right. At all. You don't want to hear right. it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're you're just to hear not it. listening, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. right there, when he said that, I said, man, that, that brother got a grip on it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so stop this, man. Even, even Drew Brees' statements that he's making about it. You, you know, it's pretty it's good. I mean, around, yeah. you look, He's, man. Yeah, yeah. You learned. Yes. Uh-huh. People, man, people, you can't look, man. You, you got to try to understand the other side. It yeah. ain't just your side. Right, right. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, there are 88 days left until November 3rd. These days are counting down. Register to vote at whenweallvote.org. And finally, in entertainment news, there's good news and bad news for Bruno Mars fans. Judging by a new tweet, uh, Bruno seems to be working on some new music, so that's good news. Unfortunately, it doesn't sound like he's having much luck because he seems to be regretting his choice of career. Bruno tweeted, sometimes I get so frustrated writing music, I look in the mirror and say, I should have been a model. (laughs) (laughs) He sure is cute cute enough to be a model. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... So I got to ask you guys, have you ever been frustrated, you know, with your career choice and thought you should change it? Have you ever said those words? I should have oh, been a model. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I know I could have been a model. Oh, I mean, I knew I could still do Boy, that now if I want to. Ooh, look at the time. <laughs> no, no. I told the when we come back, we'll discuss this modeling thing. All right. Okay. Right now, it's time for uh, today's headline, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, thank you, guys. Okay, well, I could have been a model for next. <laughs> this is Antrip with the news. Okay, I got to laugh because you know what? As if the coronavirus and job losses and Hurricane Isaias wasn't enough, now the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration is predicting a record hurricane season, record as in bad. And hurricane forecaster Jerry Bell delivers the bad news. Predicted oceanic and atmospheric conditions now indicate a higher likelihood, an 85% chance of an above-normal season. Do we need this? No. Bell says that there's a potential for as many as 25 storms this hurricane season. That's the first time that Noah's predicted so many. And Bell says that between three and six of them could become really major. There have already been nine named storms so far this hurricane season, the earliest on record. Democrats and Republicans still trying to work out a deal on a new pandemic relief package. At one point, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi seemed optimistic. But Schumer now seems frustrated and Pelosi... Scared. The reason our negotiations with the White House have been so arduous is they just don't see the needs out there and they don't want to do anything about them. They want to get away with as little as possible. But we have to move quickly, more quickly, because the light at that end of the tunnel may be the freight train of the virus coming at us if we do not act to contain it. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows says that President Trump will take uh, some sort of executive action if the Congress cannot reach a deal. By the way, both Twitter and Facebook have removed a video shared by President Trump because they say it violates the rules about spreading misinformation. The video shows the president telling Fox News that children are virtually immune from the coronavirus. Okay, looks like we spoke too soon. Kanye West is just qualified to be on the ballot in Colorado. The New York Times says some Republican operatives have been working to get him in as many state ballots as possible with the apparent expectation of siphoning votes from Joe Biden. Memorial services were held yesterday in Hiroshima, Japan, in memory of the atomic bombing there 75 years ago. The U.S. dropped an atomic bomb on Hiroshima, killing some 80,000 people, leveling the island. Days later, the U.S. detonated another nuclear bomb, this one on the island of Nagasaki, prompting Japan to surrender in World War II. It was the first and only time that a country ever dropped an atomic bomb on another one. Yesterday's commemoration leaders called in Japan and other nations to do more to ban nuclear weapons. Finally, a British couple won the legal right to name their son Lucifer after a government official tried to stop him. In the end, they won the fight to do it. I guess you can say it was one hell of a fight. (laughs) 
I don't know. Johnny Lucifer Williams. Okay, now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, before before we went to the news and everything, uh, I, I told you about Bruno Mars saying that uh, he gets frustrated writing music and sometimes he looks in the mirror and says he should have been a model. And then I asked you guys if you've ever uh, said that to yourself. Well, about Tommy said he could have been a model. Uh-huh. With no hesitation. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, why, why would I hesitate on that? <laughs> why, what, 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 what am I supposed to pause for? <laughs> Very confident in which uh-huh. I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm definitely well, about who I am. I always knew he could have been a model. He just didn't want to do what I had suggested. Oh, well, so you okay. agree with him? Oh, agree with oh. absolutely. Tell, him, tell him how sexy. Tell him how sexy I am, Uncle Steve. I well, didn't I know that, Steve. You, stop saying you're sexy because we've had it, this discussion before. Now you could have been a model oh. because okay, when thank they, you. They, they was looking for models, and I had you go down there. You, like, you ain't want to stay in. Oh, there like now. an open call or something? Yeah, yeah. They a model down, call. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They was down there. They was doing these uh, commercials at Baby Gap for Osh Gosh jeans, and they was down at Baby Gap, and I had I had him again. You know, the lady said, the, all, the lady, I told him to smile more. The lady said, he look a little old, sir. I said, hey, don't worry about that. But he going to do these lines better than these little kids y'all got. And, you know, he, I had him. He was there. I ain't going to stay alive, be no baby gap. Well, you can't, you can't model at the regular gap. So here we are, right, Steve? Yeah. They had his picture and everything. They just said, Mr. Harvey, he just looks a little old. I said, but he going to get these lines. Stand him over there with the rest of the kids. He got it. He going to nail it. And this boy can act. <laughs> Shoot. And let me, he was 26 then. <laughs> That's when Oshkosh was hot. <laughs> you blew it, Tommy. You blew it. <laughs> had it. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So, you uh, well, know, Bruno I, ain't the I, only one. I've I, never I, felt like I could have been anything else, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say that? What the hell else could I have been? Well, you're know. tall. Uh-huh. You're tall. Models what about tall. you like to play basketball? Weren't you an athlete back in the day? Hell yeah. But <laughs> not make money. <laughs> I can shoot, but if you're too tall, you can block it. So, <laughs> so back at square one, okay. Hell, ninety-nine point nine, one hundred percent of everybody in the in the WNBA can can kick my ass. <laughs> And those girls are bad, baby. They, they got are some bad. bad girls over there. Baby, they, they be balling, honey. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Yeah. If you think you're going to go over there and just do what you want to do to them girls, you got a surprise no, coming, partner. Yes. No, you're not. Wow. Yes. Partner, you got a real surprise coming. Yes. WNBA. Right. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to move on since all that's cleared up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Biden will win the presidential election coming up in November. Someone has predicted it, and we'll tell you who, but 34 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, an American University professor and political historian, his name is Alan Lickman, uh, he's predicted the winner of every presidential election since 1984. Who has? His name is Alan Lickman. He's a political historian. He's an American Uh University professor, okay? Okay. 
Uh, every election he's gotten right since 1984. He's predicted that Joe Biden will beat Donald Trump in the 2020 election come November 3rd. Please. Uh, <laughs> we hope you're right this time. This is time. not the time to mess up. Right. Okay. <laughs> right, Junior? <laughs> also, uh, speaking of President Trump, um, while in Ohio yesterday, uh, the president had a baseless claim, another one, that uh, Joe Biden wants to hurt God. What? <sighs> what? Take a listen. Take he's a going listen. to do things that nobody ever would ever think even possible because he's following the radical left agenda Take away your guns, destroy your Second Amendment, no religion, no anything, hurt the Bible, hurt God. He's against God, he's against guns. Okay, you're just ignorant. Wait a minute, hold on. You're just crazy. No, wait, hold on, hold on, man. Wait a minute, man. Yeah, everyone needs to take a breather. Listen to me, man. Always remember this, and Bishop Kenneth Omer taught this to me. Mm-hmm. When someone someone is talking about God, mm-hmm. remember that God's voice has no sin in it. Mm-hmm. They're going to take away our guns. God don't even want you to have guns. Mm. He, right. Thou shalt not kill is a commandment. Yes. We created guns. When you hear a man talking like this, He's against religion. He's going to hurt God and take away your guns. Wait a minute, man. You don't even know how to hold the Bible right side (laughs) up. Right. There's not a single picture in the history of Donald Trump coming out of a church except at Bush's funeral. Mm -hmm. There's no photos of him at a church service. And this man got the nerve to turn around and say that Joe Biden is against God. Wait a minute, man. Y'all, 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 listen, man. Y'all, this dude, hey, man, that's a sick statement to make. That's a <laughs> sick statement to make. You're really, is, is your base that low of a group right. of people hmm. that they will allow you to say this? I, I, I don't believe the base is that low. Mm-hmm. But for you to say that is because you know that there's a group of people who will listen to that type of rhetoric. Hey, y'all, we got to get to the polls. Enough of this. Enough is enough. Here's a man who just described himself. That's exactly well, what yeah. he did. It just, and it proves that he's a fighter. He's going to try and do whatever it takes to win this election. I don't care how many lies I have to tell, whatever I have to do. That's what's in his mind. That's what's in his right. brain. Dirty. We he's have to yeah. fight. Dirty. Yeah, he's going to fight. He's, fi- he's a fighter. He's a scrapper. He is. Mm-hmm. He wants this election more than he wants the first one, I believe. So I believe that, too. We have yeah. to do our parts. Yeah, we have yeah, to get out and vote. That's the only way he won't win is if we get out and vote. It's 88 days left. He yeah, can't say that about true. Biden. Everybody know Biden is a, is a Catholic. He's a devout uh, Catholic. Devout Catholic. Uh-huh. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. does anybody know man. that Trump is a devout something. anything? No, no, he the upside by upside yeah. down Bible yeah. guy. That's who he is. Yeah. Devout liar. That's about, but that's the about but the nerve, 
the nerve of him to say that right yeah. now during this pandemic. I mean, who are you? What, but if, what kind it, of person are you? Know, yeah, it reeks of desperation. Though. Yes, that's and, it. You know, I hear that. He, he's getting desperate now. Joe Biden is winning in the polls. All right, guys, coming up next, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Uh, subject, the low-down and dirty deacon. I said the low-down and dirty deacon. That's right. Low down <laughs> I don't know if it's deacon dirty death jam, deacon. though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> First, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Well, Shirley, a lot of parents hate to hear it. Some of them get the call, you know. It happens uh-huh. sometimes. Your son didn't make the team. I'm going to say it again. Your son oh, wow. didn't make the team. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Miss Lydia. This is she, uh, Madison's calling. This is Coach Watkins up at the uh, up at the school. How are you? Hey, Coach Watkins, I'm fine. What can I do for you? Listen, uh, we've had Malik out for the last uh, week and a half. He's been coming to practice mm-hmm, uh, yeah. here at the uh, at the junior high school, and um, wanted to reach out and give you a call about everything that's going on. Oh yeah, well I know he's really excited. He can't wait to start the season. He's 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 ready. Yeah, been working all yeah. summer. Well, you know what? I, I, I'll be honest with you. He's a great kid. Yes, and uh, he's got a good heart, and he, he's, he's really, really, really trying and trying to produce as much as possible. Well, you know, he loves the game, and he's been playing since he was a little kid. He, he loves Yeah, yeah. And, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is the seventh grade. This is the first time some of these kids have played um, organized football, and, and this is the first time playing school football. And it's mm-hmm. it's a big it's a big transition that if you've been playing little league ball or pop Warner or whatever you want to call it it's a mm-hmm. it's a big difference and a big um, transition to go from one to the other you understand Yeah I do understand but Malik has been working really hard yeah so he's ready Well 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 let me let me say this my main reason for calling you is letting you know that Malik as of right now is is not going to be able to make the cut as far as what you think. He's not going to be able to make the cut as far as being on the team for this year. Now, uh, I, I got. <laughs> wait a minute, you said Malik. Wait, wait. You said that Malik is not going to be able to make the team. You yeah, talking about well, yeah. Malik is not going to make the team. He's, 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 he's a great kid. You know, he's a great well, kid. I know he's a great kid, but wait, wait a minute. Now he didn't play Pop Warner, and wait, he was a starting quarterback. So what are you talking about? He's not going to make the team this year. He was the best they had out on that squad. Okay, and, and you know what? I've, I've heard a lot about him. I heard he did a great job. And, heard and about him? You, you, wait a minute, wait a minute. Have you seen his stats, 20 touchdowns in the season? I, I understand. What other kids is out there that, doing that? that? He, but you know what? But right now we got a lot of different kids that are coming into this particular school. So, you know, the competition has gone greater and greater than what we could possibly understand. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is seventh grade. First of all, everybody makes the team. Nobody gets cut in the first place. You got an A team and a B team. So you telling me my baby ain't made none of them teams? Right, right now, Miss Lydia, uh, we, you know, we, we, uh, uh, Malik. Like I said, Malik is a great kid. I like it. I know what Malik is. I know that he's a great kid and he's a ball player. Now I make sure of that. So don't come telling me that he's not good enough to make the cut on on this seventh grade team. Well, don't come right, telling me who. First of all, on. who is the quarterback? Who? Yeah, you tell me what's going on. Who is the quarterback? Well, actually.
actually right now my 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 son is the quarterback. Your son. My, well, I mean, you know, uh, now my son hasn't played. Yeah, but son my son is actually the quarterback. He hasn't done any pop Warner or anything, but he 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 really has what it takes to be the he's quarterback. He's never played team. football before, in or he's never played organized football. Oh. But he is going to be the quarterback for the seventh grade team. Is that what you're telling me? Well, yeah, my son is actually the starting quarterback, but but that that's he's neither here nor there. But my son don't make the team, and my son scored twenty. Touchdown? 20 touchdowns? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, hell no. This is the I'm calling up to that school tomorrow. I will be up there tomorrow. Well, no, you will no, see no. me tomorrow. What, what, let me explain something. Uh, what, what no, I, what let me I explain something to you. No, 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 no. I don't know what this is. This nepotism or whatever the you got going on around here. But hell no. My son ain't made the squad. Uh-uh, hell no. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's going to be smoking the City tomorrow when I get up there. Miss Lydia, what I want to say this is this: if your son would take a year oh, off Lord. and try to get himself together and, and get his <laughs> fundamentals together, I get think his that he'll probably fundamentals together. A greater football player when he gets to be uh, headed to the eighth grade. He was the rising star last year. What you talking about? His fundamentals together. Your son ain't never even played this. Well, you know what? I've I've, I've worked with my son, and you know, and it, it's a little on it's a little on. Unawkward for me to try to talk about what my son has done. Hell yeah, hell yeah, it's going to be hard for you to talk about because you don't know what your son has done because ain't nobody ever seen your son. You just got this dream, probably something that you ain't did. You want to live vicariously through him. Hell no. No, that that is not it. That is not it. I played in school. I played in high school. And let me say this. I'm trying to do the best that I can and the best of my ability to make sure that everybody gets a good and fair shot at what's going on. Show. 
Oh, Lord. I'm right now. In my new top three. Man, I love Tom. You need to get your resume together because you're going to need work. You trying to live vicariously through him because you ain't. Because you ain't sugar, honey, iced tea. Not run down this side at all. You but bring his bring, cleats, bring though. Them cleats. <laughs> bring the cleats. <laughs> what? Oh, man. What? Every parent of a uh, student athlete is hollering. Oh, man, everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody oh. hollering at If you're involved with your kid's sports, man, you know man. exactly when what that is When he touched right last year, <laughs> and he ain't, he ain't make the team. He was deriving Who is your boy? <laughs> oh, this some of that nepotism bull. Uh-huh, okay. uh-huh. Yes, she did say it. Yes. Uh, Tommy, I just uh, don't know how you uh, think of this stuff. It's Tommy, oh, my God. Tommy, that one right there, I said my new top three. Yeah. Oh, new man. Top three. Oh, mama. Mama Hatch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, big ups to all the coaches that's coaching yeah. all of our yeah. children. We, we yeah. love y'all. We appreciate mm-hmm. y'all, man. We put our kids in y'all's hands, and y'all try to make athletes out of them. So we Damn that. We... If you don't play mine, I'm the lady on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Great one, King of Pranks. All right, coming up, uh, <laughs> Strawberry Letter. This subject, the lowdown and dirty deacon. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, the lowdown and dirty deacon. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm in my early 30s, and I'm eager to meet a nice man and settle down one day. But in the meantime and in between time, I was keeping myself entertained in online chat rooms and online dating. I met a man that I paired perfectly with, and his profile said he was 6'2", and athletic. His picture was nice, but not really my type. We started chatting offline and would stay on the phone for hours. That turned into sexting, and I sent him a bunch of nude photos, and he sent me nude pictures too. Then he asked for an explicit video of me, and I made him one. It was fun, and he loved it. That was a month ago, and since then, I've been asking for him to send me a video. He refuses to. I've tried to call him on FaceTime, but he won't answer. I started thinking that I was being catfished. Recently, we were on the phone, and I hit the FaceTime button, and it rang on his end. He asked, what's that? I told him to click the button and see. Then he clicked the FaceTime button and was looking confused. He realized that I saw him, and he hung up. I was totally grossed out when I saw his face. He is a deacon at my church and my dad's golf buddy. I sent him pictures. Yeah, I sent him pictures and he's got a video of me. So he knew who I was all along. This man has to be at least, (laughs) at least. 70 years old. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> 70 years old, Junior. And after I looked closely at his profile, he used a very old picture of himself. If I expose him and tell my dad, my dad will know what I do in my spare time. The last time I saw the old pervert was at Easter Sunday, and shortly after that, he found me online and fooled me into sexting with him. How can this be fixed? Sh sh fixed? Should I take this secret to my grave? Yeah, you're probably going to have to. I don't know how this is going to be fixed. I mean, you say you were uh, keeping yourself entertained online with chat rooms and online dating. Well, this is what you got. I mean, this is what you get out there. It is. Uh, catfishing is very real. They have a whole TV show about it. I'm sure you know about that. But this is on you, though. I mean, how quick were you to take off all your clothes? You said he fooled you into sexting. What did he say to make you just do that? I mean, be so quick to do this. Um, you don't know this man. <laughs> this is a complete stranger. And you sent him a video. Uh <laughs> Now you're mad at him because he catfished you uh, and, and, you know, you figured out who he is finally. He knew who you were all along, like he said, so he was catfishing you. But you put yourself in this position. Um, I mean, no one said that you can't chat or date online or anything like that, but you took it way too far with all the sexting. I, I mean, it's just too much. You're not going to get these pictures back. Uh, you know the deacon. You know he's going to tell your dad if you quote-unquote, expose him. Uh, that's what, you know, I'm really concerned about, and that's what you should be concerned about, too, what your dad is going to think if he finds out. I, I just hope this was a learning experience for you. Don't do this anymore. This, this old guy at church, uh, yeah, now he's running because he doesn't want you to tell his dad. He knows he's in to tell your dad. He knows he's in too deep as well. Um, I say, you know, hopefully he won't do anything with these pictures and you just have to chalk this one up and stay out of his way at church. But if it gets rough, tell your dad and see what happens. Steve. Ooh. Wow. First of all, he is not going to tell your dad mm -mm. that he cannot do. Mm. Because the Too father good. is Too only going to have one thing. What the hell was you doing online and you knew this is my daughter? As soon as you saw her profile picture online, why did you engage her with conversation? I'm whipping your ass, Earl. Mm -hmm. Deacon, Deacon Earl. No, no. It's just Earl at this point. You don't no get respect. Yeah, no I'm whipping your <laughs> oh, ass, Earl. Oh, he lost Earl. his title. Yeah, you lose titles when you mess with the man, though. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's any danger of him telling your father. But I agree with Shirley 100%. This is a lesson learned. You know, you say you're in your early 30s, you really want to meet a nice man and settle down. You said, but in the meantime, in between time, I was keeping myself entertained. I done told y'all. Now, I understand you're doing something in the meantime. I got it. But that in the meantime, man, always come back to bite you. It ain't ever good. You'll never find Mr. Right messing with Mr. Wrong. I've said it a thousand times. Now, is it hard to do it that way, ladies? I agree. Uncle Steve, get it. It is hard. But this is what you get. Mm -hmm. uh, now, his profile picture said he was 6'2 and athletic. That was a time when he was. <laughs> yes, yeah, 70 years ago. He sent a picture to you when he was athletic. He's still 6'2. 
But the athletic part is gone. Mm. I'm 6'2". Yeah. But I'm also 63. Mm-hmm. A lot of the athletics I used to have <laughs> is gone. <laughs> Damn it. Whew. <laughs> All right, hold on to that thought, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's subject, the lowdown and dirty deacon. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, the lowdown and dirty deacon. Uh, This lady in the early 30s been online messing around because she was Wants to meet a nice man, but she was entertaining herself. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, she really got catfished. Now, this dude put a pad profile, said he was 6'2 and athletic, uh, you know, and all like that. So she went for it. Then she said, his picture was nice, but not really my type. Now, we come to find out that the dude is 70 years old. He's a deacon at the church, and he's he's her father's golf buddy. So now we've already discovered, Shirley and I, that he will not be con- telling her dad because he can't because he going to kick Earl ass. That's all to it. Now, listen what? to this. Earl, it used to be Deacon Earl, but it's just Earl. Yeah, Earl. No, 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 no. He, he, he going to kick Earl ass. Uh-huh. Now, here's where you messed up. His picture was nice, but not really my type. I know it wasn't because he put an old picture of himself up. So... The leisure suit kind of threw you off a little bit. You thought he really handsome, but why he got that damn leisure suit and that collar, his shirt collar outside his suit jacket, why is his shirt collar that damn long? And where, and where he get them silk socks with them thick lines in it? Why is he still wearing thick and thin? Why has he got on square toe shoes? Thick and thin. So that's what threw you. Then y'all started chatting offline for hours. That turned into sexting. You sent him a bunch of nude photos, and he sent you some nude pictures, too. Well, I don't know who them nude pictures was, but it wasn't his 70-year-old ass. I can tell you that. So he either sent you some old pictures of his, or he just found some pictures online. Then he asked me for an explicit video of me, and I made him one. It was fun, and he loved it. That was about a month ago. Then I've been asking him to send me a video, so he old, so what you did was, now you started, he refuses to get on video with you on FaceTime, but he won't answer. I started thinking I'm being catfished. You did get catfished. Y'all was on the phone, I hit the FaceTime button, it rang on his ass. He asked, what's that? See, 70-year-old people, let me tell you how this conversation went. You know that little tone in uh-huh. the little gobbling sound that's uh-huh. 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 Right, right, right. Then he said like this, what you think that is? <laughs> that's how he talks, Steve. Yeah, because he old. See, yeah. when you were old, Earl. it come out Earl. <laughs> what you think that is? <laughs> what what that is right there? You 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 should have knew he was old when y'all was sexting. Cause I'm, I'm t- when you have phone sex with a real old ass person, you hear stuff you don't know. Like girl, what? girl, you messing, girl, you messing with my gout. Uh-uh. <laughs> girl, you messing around. Well, you got this blood pressure going up a little bit on me. Wow. Anyway, you told him to push the button and see. He clicked the FaceTime button. 
and was looking confused. So this how he looked. Y'all look at y'all Zoom camera. That's how he, he was looking at this. <laughs> His whole head is in the camera. He just uh, eyes don't know where to look. You stupid. You really are. I'm ignorant. What that is? What that is, Earl? Yeah. What that is right there? Mouth wide open. What that is right there? You know, because you know when you're real old, you just talk with your bottom lip. What that is right there? Uh, <laughs> oh, you do that so well, Steve. Uh, and, and, and right there, that, what do you think that is? Uh, press the button? Oh, that's hilarious. Press, Back up. <laughs> you all face. So that's what happened. Yeah. And you, she saw his face. He's a deacon at the church, and he's your dad golf buddy. Mm. I sent him pictures, and he got a video of me. So he knew who I was all along. This man has to be at least 70 years old. And after I looked closely at his pro, he used a very old picture of himself. If I exposed him and I tell my dad, my dad will know what I do in my spare time. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. he'll know that, but why would you tell your dad? What is that going to accomplish? Daddy, he did this to me. He did what to you? He made me. Then here what you did to him. My dad would know I do in my spare time. Last time I saw the old pervert was at Easter Sunday. And shortly after that, he found me online and fooled me into sexing with him. You're too old to say Come fool, on. you. Yeah. You're right. Come yeah. on. Shirley had it right. You're too Come old on. for this. Mm-hmm. How can this be fixed? It can't. Should I take this secret to my grave? You have to. Yeah. She called him up and said, listen, you can text him. I know who you are. I saw your face. Now, let me tell you this. If you ever show these pictures or video of me to anyone or any kind, you're not going to believe what I'm going to do. Don't ever call me again and click hang up. That's it. That's all you got to do. You got to let him know there are some consequences. Mm-hmm. 70-year-old men don't like their life getting ruined because they don't have much left. <laughs> so you can't go in there and tell his wife he can't get this band from the church. He can't lose his only golf buddy. Mm. Too much yeah. to lose. So okay. just make that statement that you know who he is, and if mm-hmm. he uses the picture, you're not going to believe what I'm going to do to you. All right, Steve, thank you. Post your comments Stupid on today's <laughs> Strawberry Letter <laughs> at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and on Facebook. And please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we're going to get serious. We'll tell you about Louisville's police chief walking out of a meeting as the fight for justice continues for Breonna Taylor. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Say her name, Brianna Taylor. Say her name, Brianna Taylor. Louisville's police chief and the chief of public services uh, walked out of a Metro Council meeting on the advice of their lawyers. They were citing a pending lawsuit to keep them from answering questions about the death of Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor, of course, was an EMT worker who was shot eight times after playing close officers broke down her door during a botched narcotics raid on March 13th. During that council meeting, council members slammed both chiefs after they walked out and voted to subpoena both of them. Brianna's family and the public deserve answers and the truth. Justice, Brianna Taylor. Justice mm. for Brianna Taylor. Say her name. We're still waiting. We're still waiting. 
Well, yeah. the reason you don't answer questions is because you, you're working on the story. I mean, the mm-hmm. truth is the truth. These are the facts. And the, the horrible thing about this story is this woman is gone because they had a no-knock warrant and was looking for a guy who was already in custody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was a huge debacle mm-hmm. from the beginning. For them to be out on the streets looking for this guy is a huge mistake. How your dumb ass don't know he locked up? You didn't mm-hmm. press one computer button yeah, when you got check. the no-knock rock warrant and could have mm-hmm. it is he's in the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could have checked yeah, into it. Yeah, I mean it's been since March 13th. We're still waiting. That's too long. Yeah, That's we're crazy. still yeah, waiting. Yeah, and the only yeah. action that has happened is that they fired one police officer, right? And they're still investigating. It's August. Yeah. What's it's the investigation? August. What What don't you know by now? You know who were there. Tom, you don't know everybody. Well, yeah. Tom, you should know they everything. Got all the facts. They, they know do. every officer that yeah. went in on that in call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They know how to do uh, the test to see who fired guns. Mm-hmm. All they got to do Ballistics is take the bullet that. that entered mm-hmm. her body and match it to the barrel of the guns that mm-hmm. everybody shot, like they do on forensic files all yes. the time. Okay. Each TV barrel shows. produces a different score on the bullet, and that's who shot the bullet. So that's all this. to it, man. I don't this know how this rocket works. science. But then, everybody who was there was an accomplice, because mm-hmm. everybody that fired mm-hmm. their gun should be guilty of murder, period. Because this was not policing. This wasn't a person breaking the law. This was a person in her bed. In her bed. She was going to work. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. At what point does the feds, when do they step in and take over since these people are not? That would be the Justice Department. That's Barr. That's Trump's board. They're not coming. They support everything the police do. Her civil rights are violated. Definitely. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So here's a question for you. Want to be alive long enough to live to be 100? That's the question. Want to live to be 100, okay? Well, look to Japan for guidance. They have the highest number of people per capita over the age of 100 than any other country. Wow. I believe it. So they know what it takes to live a long life, to live to be 100. They know what it takes. Some of it, of course, is genetic. You know, it's, you always have to factor in genetics. But some of it has to do with diet and lifestyle habits uh, that we can borrow to improve our longevity. These are some of the things we can do. But, but Shirley, we, let me say this before you start. I okay. want to be a hundred if I don't have to depend on nobody else. If I can, if I'm functioning on my own. You wear the pants. You ain't gonna have no choice. Uh, yeah, you said depend. <laughs> you wear the pants now. Somebody gonna yeah. be just carrying your little ass around. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Get your ass in this buggy and come on. Not the buggy. <laughs> well, you know, Tommy, when you get older, you shrink, so your ass gonna be in the cab. Oh God! Go Tommy, ahead, Shirley. Let me hear. So, something you do though. Something you do 
in particular uh, can help you. You do this. All right, first of all, you can eat some seaweed, okay? They say seaweed oh, is a well, staple of the that ain't it. <laughs> of the that ain't seaweed. It. seaweed. I do too. I, I like I do it. greens. That's what I do. They look like seaweed. Uh, well, that's why your ass ain't going to be here. Go yeah, ahead. <laughs> you can eat seaweed. It's, it, put it in your diet. It's part of the Japanese diet. It's loaded with nutrients like iron, protein, fiber, copper, omega-3 fats. So eat some seaweed, okay? Stock up on seafood. Japan has one of the world's lowest rates of heart disease, and that's attributed to their healthy diet that's high in seafood. Eating seafood twice a week is also linked to better brain and emotional health. Yeah. Well, you right. need to stock up, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> I already know that ain't what you do. Y'all going to be quiet. <laughs> okay. All right. We're getting to what Tommy does. Drink green tea. Does That's Tommy it. not drink green tea every day? Yes, he does. Y'all don't like, y'all won't even try it with me. Tea, I, I like do. green tea. I do. Yeah. Yeah, Carla drink it with me sometimes. Y'all don't. Yeah. Carla, you Shirley, you drink green tea? Sometimes, Steve yeah. Thinks, I don't drink Steve it every day. Steve thinks it's just hideous. All right. <laughs> I think you it's a waste of damn time. It's nasty the most tasting. tasteless, weakest <laughs> damn drink. Okay, let me, let me tell you what it does, though. It's considered one of the healthiest beverages thanks to all the polyphenol, the antioxidants in it, okay, that reduce inflammation, protect cells from the kind of damage that can promote chronic diseases. So, it's Tommy, you're doing you a good do. thing. Yeah, yeah but okay. it, ain't, it ain't working, though. Is that working <laughs> you don't on know. You, know. you ain't diagnosed me. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> what else? All right, eat until you're almost full, okay? In That's Japan, hard. there's a saying called harahachibu, and that means eating until you're 80% full, not 100% full, 80%. Well, that ain't what this fool do. He eat he full, then he run five miles, then he <laughs> yes. come back yes. and eat till he full, then he drink some green tea every <laughs> <Yes. in> morning. <laughs> that balances it out, huh? Yes, 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 hold yes. That. Then he go pull a hamstring, then he run till he dizzy in the hot ass sun. <laughs> Sitting under a tree. Man, y'all quit so talking to me about this damn Boy, your green uncle knows you. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and then practice forest bathing. Bathing in the forest, okay? What is that? Ain't nobody going what up is to the... have all the mosquitoes on your ass. <laughs> Where does that water come from right there, though? They lost us on this one. It's a form of nature therapy, and it doesn't involve an actual bath, but it's all about being mindful and tuning into the natural setting by using your senses to take it all in. Oh, okay? okay. That's what oh. it means, all right? I do that. Yeah, it's like a form of meditation oh. that lets your mind and body relax. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, so if you meditate, that's a yeah. good thing, too. But I'm going to tell you something. If you ain't used to going in the woods, mm-hmm. it's, I'm it's not. damn hey. scary. Hey, yeah, <laughs> you need to know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. You're the first person to take me in the woods. Were you uh-uh. scared? With his scared. Yeah, scared. The first time you've been in the woods was with him? Yeah. Oh, wait, he going to tell you the story. When we <laughs> yeah. come All right, coming up, more music, <laughs> trending topics, and Junior's story about Steve taking him in the woods right after this, 20 woods. minutes after the hour. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, before we went to break, we were talking about the things that Japanese people do to live to be 100. And one of those is uh, bathing in the forest or taking in 
and meditating on your environment and things. And uh, Junior said the first time he's ever been in the mm-hmm. forest, Steve took him. So what yeah, happened, Junior? On his ranch. I went out to Steve's ranch. I went to Steve's ranch. And, you know, I'm out there all wrong, first of all. I'm out here in shorts and Air Force One. First problem I got. That's not. Yeah, that's not even forced. No, that's not even forced in time. But we go back here and we on the four wheelers and we deep off in. I'm talking about deep off and off in this property. Yeah, he'll take you. We we way back off here because it's kind of like getting late now. He got that little knife with him. He had the Bowie knife. He say now. Yeah, yeah, we hear these noises. Shirley Carla, we didn't know just. I don't know that, but Unc's still fishing. He just throwing his line. He's not even worried. He just turns to me and say, if they come out them bushes, get in this water. If they? Uh, hyenas? It, no, oh! no, it was, it was coyotes. Coyotes? Oh, coyotes. He oh, just God. said, if they come out these bushes, get in this water. But it the problem a- is, he got the knife. I don't have nothing. <laughs> you got Air Force One. But he got on some shorts. <laughs> so he's sitting on the car. So I say, I said, Junior, just start walking towards the water. Look, what is that? If you don't walk your ass towards this water, you may find out. Because I don't know how many of them over there, but once they pack up, they get real brave. Oh, so it was coyote. When they oh, together, yeah. they strong yeah. in numbers. I didn't later. know nothing about yeah. that. I had no clue. All right, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up in 30 minutes. Your ass minutes over here by this water, boy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, an American University professor and political historian, his name is Alan Lickman, he's predicted the winner of every presidential election since 1984. Who has? his name is Alan Lichtman. He's a political historian. He's an American uh-huh. University professor, okay? Uh, every election he's gotten right since 1984. He's predicted that Joe Biden will beat Donald Trump in the 2020 election come November 3rd. Please. Um, <laughs> we hope you're right this time. This is time. not the time to mess up. Right. Okay. <laughs> right, Junior? <laughs> also, uh, speaking of President Trump, um, while in Ohio yesterday, uh, the president had a baseless claim, another one, that uh, Joe Biden wants to hurt God. What? <sighs> what? Take a listen. Take he's a going listen. to do things that nobody ever would ever think even possible because he's following the radical left agenda take away your guns destroy your second amendment no religion no anything hurt the bible hurt god he's against god he's against guns okay you're just ignorant wait a minute you're hold just on you're just no, no, no wait hold on hold on man wait a minute man yeah everyone needs to so take hold a breather on, hold on. this is listen to me Always remember this, and Bishop Kenneth Omer Omer taught this to me. Mm-hmm. When someone someone is talking about God, mm-hmm. remember that God's voice has no sin in it. They're gonna take away our guns. God don't even want you to have guns. He, Thou shalt not kill is a commandment. Yes, we created guns. When you hear a man talking like this, he's against religion. He's going to hurt God and take away your guns. Wait a minute, man. You don't even know how to hold the Bible right side (laughs) up. Right. There's not a single picture in the history of Donald Trump coming out of a church except at Bush's funeral. Mm -hmm. 
You, there's no photos of him at a church service. And this man got the nerve to turn around and say that Joe Biden is against God. That's a sick statement to make. Is your base that low of a group right. of people hmm. that they will allow you to say this? I, I, I don't believe the base is that low. But for you to say that is because you know that there's a group of people who will listen to that type of rhetoric. Hey, y'all, we got to get to the polls. Enough of this. Enough is enough. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. <laughs> and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day on this Friday. Last break of the week, actually. It's Friday. Yeah, these weeks are flying by. (laughs) Flying by. It it is August. Yeah. We started this thing, what, in what, mid March? March, yeah. Beginning of March, something like Mm -hmm. that. No, not mid, beginning. Mid beginning. To me. No vacations this summer. We didn't have none of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh? no. March 19th was my last day of taping TV. And uh, oh, okay. we just so started back this week. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. wow. That was tough, yeah. man. It's, yeah. You're right, though. The whole summer's gone. Yeah, it's we're spring and gone. summer. Yeah. We lost spring and mm-hmm. summer. We did. Man, I normally take my wife and kids somewhere. That was out. That didn't mm-hmm. happen. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I normally be somewhere for my birthday this summer. Nothing. Just... I Big know, dog, you, you normally be on what? The, what's it, the Mediterranean? Nice. <laughs> 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 out there swinging and playing, yeah. man. In the Life water. has changed. Yeah. Sitting yeah, out there in the it. ocean, don't ever get in it. Mm-hmm. But how about this, though, Steve? You don't even hear about Italy having a hard time with the coronavirus anymore like we Oh, no, 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 no. why? We have because a lot what? of friends in Italy. Mm-hmm. They've, they've completely recovered just about. They I mean, they why? still have cases, but they're back to normal. Italy yeah. is open. Because uh, they Capri shut is open. Milan is open. Uh, they're shipping clothes back out again. Everything. Because mm-hmm. they shut, shut the country down. They social distanced. They wore their masks. They washed their hands. And it wasn't you know. an option. Right, and it wasn't an option. That's our problem. That's yeah. our problem. Yeah. When you allow every governor to make different decisions yeah. across the country. Well, yeah. well, now, Nobody's hold on. Uh-uh, 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 Tommy. Uh-uh, uh-uh. What, Steve? He didn't just, he didn't let governors make their own decisions. He strongly suggested to the red states that they reopen. He, he never wore a mask, which as a leader set the example. So guess what they were talking about? That's my civil rights not Mm -hmm. to wear a mask. You idiot. And so they turned and then they said that Democrats and the left don't want to open back up because they want the economy to stay down for political purposes. No, man, it was for health reasons, man. Yeah. But the reason you wanted it open was, was because of political reasons political. so you could yeah. get the economy stimulated again because yeah. that's what you were running on was a strong economy. But the strong economy is at the expense of lives. We are over 160,000 people gone in this country. And this is America. So just wrap your mind around this number, y'all. Right. 
And because we don't wear masks, Steve, this is why the children aren't in school. This is why our kids aren't in school, because people would not politicize this whole mask thing. And we let these children down in the spring and summer, and they can't go back to school because of that. But but President Trump is insisting that schools open. If you don't open, he won't fund you. And the reason he's doing that, because he has no children that have to be exposed to corona. Mm-hmm. But you, you got some schools that have that already he, opened, Steve, that, that, and these people are already oh, infected. Yeah. And they in Georgia red states, man. Y'all y'all listening? Yes, oh, we yeah. are. We yes, we're, yeah. They we're in red states because them ignorant-ass governors is trying to be his all up in his behind, trying to make sure that he sees them Careful. doing his wishes and deeds. Right, right, right. Do you know Appeasing that he him. was supposed to meet with the governor of Ohio to discuss something the other day, and do you know that the governor of Ohio tested positive, positive. so yep. he canceled the yeah. meeting? That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Hey, man, this thing right here does not care about which political party you're in. Oh, COVID. This yeah. thing doesn't care about how much money you make. It don't care about your position in life. It don't care about your race, creed, or your sexual preference. This is a problem that's facing all of us, and our leadership has failed us miserably. And no, it's not our governor's fault. It's our governor's fault for being led down this dark path by this Republican president who pressed on all of his Republican constituents to follow his lead. And that was wrong of him to make those governors think that they had to do that, because if you don't do what Trump says, then he come after you. And what he did to a lot of these governors was flat out wrong. He forced the opening. He wanted schools to go back in. It was all too soon, and it was all for political reasons. And now this man has the audacity to talk about Joe Biden and talk about he is against God. Are you you kidding me, man? What what are you talking about? That he's going to hurt the country. He's going to hurt God. Man, this man right here, y'all, this man is so unpresidential. Listen to me, Steve Harvey Morning Show listeners. You have to get to the polls. You are the deciding factor, period. I'm listening to all these ball players talk about voting, man. I'm so inspired by these young people, man, because they serious. Now, is he behind in the polls? Yes. But let me remind you all, four years ago, he was behind in the polls, too. He wasn't winning nowhere, and he wound up the president. Don't get lulled to sleep by these polls. Damn these polls. Polls don't vote. And you've got to understand that this is a part of voter suppression. What they oftentimes like to do is make you think that the opponent is so far ahead that you say, well, he got it and you stay home. That ain't how this working this time, man. We have to vote. He's not the right person for this job. And if you think he is, man, it's because you got on blinders, man, and you're not looking at this thing the right way. It's okay to be conservative. I don't have a problem with that. But him, though, he's the guy you want to represent. I, I, I find that hard to believe. We voting him out November 4th. It's over. It's a wrap. Thank you. When, when we all vote.org.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 